Can I pray for you? Yes, please. So once a month as a church, we really value discipleship and learning together as generations. We believe that the generations teach each other that, yes, we teach our children, but we learn just as much from them. Amy, you have a question. whole pizza box can go in a compost excellent piece of information oh that's thank awesome you. thank you that's because we're going to be having lots of pizza in 2020 oh yeah that's good to know thank you amy so lord thank you for joanna thank you for this special morning and uh, what you've laid on her heart we just uh bless her with your peace with your grace your presence bless our ears and eyes to hear and see our hearts to respond Lord, we thank you for this special time in your word as we feast mm -hmm. first on you. Uh, in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. amen. Amen. So great. Well, today, did anybody hear what Gordy already said that we've got our candles? And the pink candle is the Sunday of joy. And that works perfectly because... That's our whole kids' church theme for the whole month is joy. Joy unboxed. Find the joy. Woo. Find the joy. So that's our kids' church theme for the whole month. And um, when I was a little girl, I used to go to the Catholic church, and we celebrated with similar colors to we have hanging in. This is an Anglican church building that we meet in. So we have some of the things that this church has used for many years that we use here because we think it's pretty cool that our community gets to be in this neighborhood church, which has been a neighborhood church in this neighborhood for like over 100 years. And so... We have some of the stuff, but not all of the stuff. So we have the purple drapes hanging back there, but I was looking madly around this morning for pink because when I was a little girl, the Sundays of Advent, the first two Sundays were very serious. And I'm somebody that really likes happy stuff. And I used to wait for the pink candle. I used to wait for pink Sunday. They would even change the drapes. We didn't have drapes to change. But I found a pink flag. I stuck sort of a, that's sort of a dark pink. You can't see there. But it's the, the Sunday of of joy. So the idea, the way that our kids' church curriculum is explaining joy is this idea. Joy, boing, 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 finding a way to be happy even when things don't go your way. That's how they're defining joy. I think that's an interesting definition of joy. If you think about joy, a lot of people, including some of the writers in the Bible, don't actually think that joy is the same thing as being happy. So I wanted to talk about that just for a minute. What do you guys think about that? Like if somebody says, I felt joy about this, sometimes it means happy, but sometimes it doesn't. Like, what do you why do you think we talk, what do you think, Nevea?
Right, so not necessarily, so this time of year or like any time in our lives, Nevea said for people that are listening to online, it's not necessarily about getting presents. It can be about spending time with family or spending time with our friends. Or there is this language, like even when things don't go your way, I think we all can understand that part. How many has, have had a time where you felt like something didn't go the way that you wanted it to go? Yep, pretty much all of us actually have our hands up. So everybody can understand the feeling of things not going your way. But what about, for example, if you're hanging out with somebody and things go the way that the person next to you wants, like somebody beside you gets something good? Do you, is it easy sometimes to be happy for somebody else when something good happens for them? Sometimes. It depends what it is. Sometimes I'm happy for somebody else. Not all the time. And joy, what's so interesting, that reading we just had with the candle there, there was some words in the Bible that said, everlasting joy is going to crown the heads of the people of Israel. Well, that didn't mean that they were going to be happy every day. That didn't mean that things were going to go. We know the people of Israel did not have things go their way all the time. So why do you think we talk about finding joy? What's the deal with finding it? It sounds like we have to look for it. What do you think that means, finding joy? How do you find joy? Anybody have any clues? No idea, Miss Gloria? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Miss Gloria said sometimes when things are really hard, that can be the only thing we see is all the stuff that's hard. So sometimes finding joy is like opening the curtains. So interesting. Miss Sandra's been teaching us in grown up church about hope. And she said something so smart. She said, hope isn't just like thinking about good things. It's not just looking on the bright side. Hope is a person, right? Hope comes from Jesus. And that's kind of the same thing with joy. Our joy is in who Jesus always is. That's what we're going to be talking about. But I wanted to go with this thing of finding joy. So first of all, we're going to do something where we're going to look for joy. We're not having a contest about looking for joy right now. We're not racing against each other. But anybody who would like to can have a look for joy. Because those of you who know me know that I love Pixar movies. And my favorite one of all time, it's really hard to say, but I'm pretty sure my favorite one of all time is Inside Out. And Pax was kind enough to loan me his joy figure. So, joy, this little figure that looks like joy, she's hiding somewhere in the church. And all of you, anyone who would like to look, it's not a race, please don't run, especially if you're going around places where there's cords, but I want you to work together, okay? I want you to work together. So if you look in one spot and she's not there, say, all clear or she's not over here. So if you would like to look for joy, please split up and try and find her. 
And if she's not in a certain area, say, nope, not here. And if you found her, I want you to say, I found her, I found the joy, and bring her up here beside Mary and Gabriel. Is it downstairs? Oh, it's in this room, it's not downstairs. It's in somewhere in this big room here. Okay, so you could say, not in the organ, she's not up here. Work together. She's not in the advent wreath. Uncle Bobby did not steal her, even though Uncle Bobby has been known to steal children's toys, but not yet today. Okay. Not on the altar. Anybody see her up there? Nope. Okay. How about back there, Judah? Any luck? Okay. Not up there? <gasps> Bree's got her. Bree found the joy. Okay, bring her up here. We found the joy. We've got the joy, 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 joy right in Bree's hand. Where? Right in Bree's heart. There. I got the joy, joy. We found the joy. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. Fix this leg. I know. And she did have a broken leg. She's a bit top heavy. And Pac said to me, you have to be careful because Joy's head is so big it makes her unstable. And I said, that is true for so many people. Yeah. So true. So we're going to put her here. And we're going to put her next to this picture here. Anybody know who that is? Somebody just said Gabriel. Talking to who? Mary. Oh, it's okay. We, everybody can see. All right, you guys can have a seat now. Thanks, baby. We'll leave Joy here. Okay, here we go. We'll leave Joy there. All right, you guys can have a seat. I'll tell you next when something's with her. So this is the idea for us this week. This is why we can have Joy. Who can read? Who can read that can read that out loud? You can have joy because God is with you. All right. We can have joy, not just a tiny plastic figurine, because God is with us. Is that familiar, that phrase familiar, especially grown-up church? I'm looking at you. Sandra's been preaching about this the last two weeks. What, what around Christmas time? God with us. What's that? Emmanuel. <gasps> Emmanuel means... God with love. God with us is. I should just let it drop like Bob Dylan. Emmanuel. Pax, could you be my helper? I would like you to give this to somebody in sort of the front half of this side of the church and you're going to, uh, Wade's going to hold Emmanuel and Nathan can you hold this one and you guys are going to hold this one. You may have heard about Christmas cheer. That's what's about to happen right now, our Christmas cheer and this is Brilliantly enough, I just thought this was so good. Sandra said this, and she was quoting somebody else who was smart who said it. This name, this name, Emmanuel, 
it tells us everything we need to know about who Jesus is. So, Sarah, what's the first word? God. Jesus is God. Jesus is God. He's not somebody who was really good, who never sinned. Jesus was God. And what's the next word? With. Oh my goodness. He lives in us. He's beside us. He's around us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's with. Wait a second. Question. Pop quiz. Who's paying attention? What's the third word? Who's he with? Who's got us? Big Dave. Who is us? All of us. All of us. What about people that don't look the same as me? Still us. What about people that don't think the same as me? It's still us. Still us. Okay, what about... Everybody's different. There's, there's flaws in all of us, but he's still with us no matter what. This is why we have intergenerational services. And so there's a lot of conversation about joy being different than happiness. Because happiness, okay, peanut gallery, if you're going to be up here, you have to listen. Okay, I know you're having the best hug in the whole world. No, 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 no. Okay, you got to listen, okay? So joy isn't necessarily the same as happiness, because the way I remember that is happiness is often about happenings. So stuff that's happening to us has to do with our happiness. But joy is something that we can choose all the time, and it's not just looking on the bright side, right? It's the way that we make room. And one of my favorite songs is, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. And then do you know the next line? Let every heart prepare him room. Now, okay, that's, you totally could, you could go off forever. We'll do that more later. But let every heart prepare him room. It's like Miss Gloria said, sometimes you have to push back those curtains, right? So we let every heart prepare him room. So it's got to do with finding joy, right? We've got to look for joy. Now, one way that I find joy in things that happen around me is by 
watching the crazy people at the so-and-so show. So I think we do, even though they're extra crazy this week, and I, when I first watched it, I thought, how on earth is this going to fit into what we're doing today? You'll see. It totally will. It'll fit. Did you bring this? No. Did you? No. What is it? It's a box. Uh-huh. It's got a crank on it. You gonna turn it? I'm not gonna turn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna turn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna turn it. No way. I'm gonna turn it. All right. Okay. Ready? John. And welcome to the So and So Show. Christmas is quickly approaching. Yes, it is. I love Christmas. Uh -huh. It really is just full of joy. And you know what? Speaking of joy, let's check in with our resident joy expert, Joy. Hello, friends. Hey, Joy. What's bringing you joy today? Chicken wings. Ooh, that brings me joy too. Mm -hmm. Dip in hot sauce. Mmm, mmm. So much joy. Sauce. Never would have guessed it. Yeah, me mm. neither. Uh, well, the sound of a reindeer falling into a giant punch bowl while playing the tuba means it's time for someone who knows stuff. Come on in. Come on in. Have a seat. There you go. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so who are you and what do you know? My name is Janice Scoops, and I get the scoops. Oh, you mean like ice cream? No, investigative reporting, scoops. Oh, wow, that's great. Hey, what's been your uh, favorite news story to report on in the past couple of months? Oh, yeah. Easy. When a giant mudslide carried an entire litter of puppies down a river and they were stranded on an old door, they were trapped and whimpering all day and night, just floating down the river. That was your favorite story? Mm-hmm. What? What? No. That, is it because the puppies got rescued? Uh, no, they did get rescued, and that part was the worst. Why? Because I had so many eyes glued to my show. Ratings were through the roof. And then they got rescued. Nobody cared anymore. People say they want good news, but good news doesn't sell. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. It's true. So how'd you find the stories, the bad ones? Well, sometimes they just come to you. Other times you just have to find the worst and even good situations. Interesting. Um, okay. Okay, look at this. I found in the newspaper this morning. Oh, it's reading. Okay. This is a story about someone returning a lost wallet right before Christmas. Mm, easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jerry Stockdale had his wallet returned to him three days after it went missing. Holiday tragedy or Christmas miracle? What other stations have failed to mention is that his wallet sat on a dirty sidewalk for three days, just becoming a cesspool for germs and bacteria. Merry Christmas, Jerry. Hope you like influenza. 
That was incredible. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Thanks for coming in, Ooh, anytime. Janice. Yeah. Anytime. Sure. Tune in tonight to learn why candy canes are literally poison. I'm Janice Scoops. Good night. Okay, there is nothing poisonous about candy canes. I'm gonna tune in just in case. I think I need some more joy after that. Joy! Hiya! Anything else bringing you joy today? Chocolate-covered peanut butter cups. That brings me joy, too. Dipped in hot sauce. Mmm, so much joy. <laughs> what are you working on, John? You'll see. I can hardly wait. Okay, it's Bible story time with Kellen. How's it going? Hey Kellen, what you got for us today? Well, it's a story from the book of Luke. Hey, Kellen, just sit back. I got this one today. Yeah? Yeah, I'm shooting a movie on this very story and our guest today inspired me to take it a different direction. Here's the trailer. Um, okay. From acclaimed director John comes a new film based on a terrifying story from the book of Luke in a world where terrifying things happen every single day. There was a girl named Mary. Mary lived an ordinary life in the town of Nazareth. She was engaged to be married to an ordinary man named Joseph, but Something was coming, something out of the ordinary. Mary, the Lord is with you. Um, 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 excuse me. I'm gonna break in here for a second. Uh, why is this so scary? Because good news doesn't sell. You gotta spice it up a bit, you know? Okay, uh, well, let's see where this goes. Uh, besides, Mary probably was terrified because she met an angel, but I'm not sure she was that terrified. Just giving the people what they want, Kellen. Great. Uh, is there more? <laughs> is there more? Just when it looked like all hope was lost, the angel spoke. Mary, do not be afraid. Mary. Did she know? Not yet, but she will. You're going to have a baby. He will be called the son of the most high God. His kingdom will never end. A baby? But Mary's not married. The Holy Spirit will come to you so that your child will be called the son of God. Oh, and, and your, your cousin Elizabeth will also have a child, even though she is old. When we say Elizabeth was old, we mean old. Even old. Yeah, that's more like it. Uh, I, I don't think Elizabeth was that old, but... Were you there? No. Were you? Details. Okay. So when the angel, whose name was Gabriel, told Mary she was going to be a mother of the Son of God, she said, I got this, Kellen. It all comes down to this. Will Mary go along with God's plan? 
or will she try and refuse? What will Mary say? Cool. Yeah. Pro okay, probably didn't say cool, but Mary said to Gabriel, I serve the Lord. May it happen as you said it would. Oh, it's incredible that Mary trusted God like that. Thanks for the story, Kelly. Ah, wait, there's more. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mary ran. She ran, and she ran, and she ran. And who did she find? Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary coming, the baby inside her jumped. Then comes the part where Mary sings. Couple of things. Um, okay. Um, I don't think that heavy metal was invented as a style of music 2,000 years ago. And even if it was, I don't know or feel that it matches what Mary was feeling. Okay, good notes. Secondly, Mary gave glory to God for all the things he had done for her and her people, how he'd always kept his promises and how he had chosen her for this special purpose, even though she only saw herself as ordinary. God had always been with her. That's not very scary, Kellen. That's just it. Mary had every reason to be scared. Her life was turned upside down in an instant. She chose to look at the good. She chose to trust God with her life and her future. And that's why she was able to have joy. Do you get it? Does this answer your question? Coming soon-ish to a theater near someone, the incredible true story of an ordinary girl who chose to believe that she was not alone. Mary, she knew. The end. <laughs> Great story, Kellen, and also John. Yeah, it is. Yes, very cool trailer, John, despite the glaring inaccuracies. You are welcome. And you're right. Mary did know. She knew her baby would be incredibly special. And we know that baby was Jesus, the one God sent to save the world. Kellen! What? You're supposed to say spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. All right, it's fine. I'll see you next time, buddy. All right. See you at the movies. Bye. You know what? Maybe you're right, Brandon. I didn't say anything. Perhaps people would see the movie, even if it wasn't all scary bad news. The world could use a little more joy, am I right? Did somebody say joy? Mayonnaise brings me joy. And hot sauce. I've got this. Reveal the question. <laughs> okay, yeah, there it is. What are some ways to find joy even when you're afraid? You can read the newspaper. Sure, if you can find one. Or you can talk to friends or someone you trust. <laughs> oh, Dilbert, you get me. <sighs> talk to each other. What are some ways to find joy even when you're afraid? It really is hard to keep track of that stapler. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next time on The So-and-So Show! So what are you talking about? Dilbert, you know, because... I've never, I've never even seen one of these. What is this? This is a paper? I've never been more excited in my life. Mm. Oh, boy, that just like, soaks it up, doesn't it? It's like a sponge. Uh-huh, let's go for it. Oh. Mm. <laughs> 
week about that song that Mary sang. See, I always had heard, do you remember he said, and then he ran to Elizabeth's house, and Elizabeth, and then the baby jumped in Elizabeth, or sorry, not he, Mary ran to Elizabeth's house, she got there, the baby jumped in Elizabeth's womb, and then Mary sang a song, and it's written down, and it's called the Magnificat, and the reason it's called that is because it's one of the first lines in Latin, it's my soul magnifies the Lord, but I always imagined, you know, Mary very calm like this, right? Very chill, very calm, but one of the things that I learned this week about Mary's song that she sings is that it is a rebel song. It's a dangerous song. It's a song a lot like a song that a woman named Hannah sung in the Old Testament when Hannah uh, had a baby named Samuel and Mary would have grown up listening to this song that Hannah sang and the words that Mary sang, do you know what I learned? I've, oh, it's so small you probably can't see it. I have learned that in history in the last hundred years, there are three different countries in the world that have banned the public recitation of this song because it is considered so dangerous in places where governments don't treat their people fairly. In places where the rich have power and the poor don't have power, like back in England, no, back in India when the British people were ruling, they wouldn't let anybody read this out loud. In Guatemala and Argentina, different places, because this is what Mary says, my soul lifts up the Lord, my spirit celebrates God my liberator, for though I am God's humble servant, God has noticed me now and forever, and I will be considered blessed by all generations, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is God's name. Generation to generation, God's loving kindness endures for those who revere him. God's arm has accomplished mighty deeds. And this is where it starts to get dangerous. Those who are proud in mind and heart, God has sent away in disarray. The rulers from their high positions of power, God has brought down low. And those who were humble and lowly, God has elevated with dignity. The hungry, God has filled with fine food. The rich, God has dismissed them with nothing in their hands. To Israel, God's servant, God has given help, as promised to our ancestors, remembering Abraham and his descendants forever. So even though that's a pretty funny joke in there, because there's a song that most people have heard, and it's not really a lot of people's favorite songs that says, 
Maybe people love it. I don't know. I've heard maybe too many bad versions of Mary, did you know that your baby boy? I was reading this writing by Sarah Bessie this week, and somebody said, did she know? And she says, yep, champ, she sure did. And this is like Kellen said. She had every reason to be scared. She was a teenager. Will you guys tell me, what do you know about Mary? What were some of the reasons that she would have had to be afraid? Why would she have been afraid? Just, you can just tell us from there, quick. Just one, one, just pick one. Yeah, so that would have been scary. Somebody else, the reason why Mary should have been scared. Yes, sorry, did you have your hand up? Yes, yes? Did you have one? I just don't want to miss anybody. Okay, go ahead. She would have been disgraced. She wasn't married. Yeah. Yeah, and it would have meant, like, sometimes people actually had rocks thrown at them in that culture if that happened. She might have had to go away and leave her family. Her fiancé, Joseph, might not have wanted to marry her. She had every reason to be afraid. But here's the thing. She had grown up her whole life hearing these stories. Just like we hear stories of how Jesus is going to come back again one day. She'd been hearing stories her whole life about how the Messiah was going to come. And so when, it, when the chance came and the angel said, this is going to happen, she basically was like, I'm doing it anyway. So heavy metal probably would have been a very appropriate expression. Now, I don't like heavy metal. I don't enjoy listening to heavy metal. But I found this quote by this wonderful, smart Anglican woman who said, don't envision Mary as a peaceful woman just composing the Magnificat. Instead, see her as a girl who sings defiantly to God through tears, her fists clenched against an unknown future. When we do this, Mary's courageous song of praise becomes a radical resource for those who are seeking to honor the holy amid the suffering of conflicts in real life. And when I heard that sentence, she's a teenager clutching her fists and crying against an unknown future. I thought about somebody. Do you know who I thought about? This girl right here. Have you heard about her lately? Her name is Greta. And she is so angry and upset about what's happening to the planet. She started going all by herself outside her parliament building in Sweden with one sign all by herself. And another person joined her, and another person joined her, and another person joined her. And now, a year later, Time Magazine, which is one of the biggest publications in the world, just nominated her to be the person of the year. But when she spoke to the United Nations about climate change, she did not give a nice speech. She did not give a pretty speech. They said to her, what would you like world leaders to hear? And she said, this is all wrong. I am a kid. I'm supposed to be in Sweden, in school. You let me down. She was not polite. She was not kind. She was so mad, in fact. Do you know what people online keep doing to Greta's speech? This. Do we have volume for this? Greta, what do you want to tell people? Um, my 
Right now, she's not sharing with world leaders that there's any hope. Her whole future to her looks hopeless. And that is how you appropriately respond when you really think that there's no hope and no one is doing anything about it. But here's the difference. Mary knew, she knew, she knew that God was not leaving her. She knew that even though things look hopeless and her people were oppressed and they were overthrown, she knew that Jesus was hope. And it wasn't just looking on the bright side. And in fact, after Jesus was born, things didn't get easier for their family. They got harder. They were refugees. Like, there's so many people who are refugees right now. But the difference between those of us who've walked in darkness and have seen a great light is that our song is that we know, we know, we know that even though things are hard and Sandra's message was so good, looking for joy and hope doesn't mean that we ignore reality. It's that we see it with an imagination that includes the hope and the joy that we have in Jesus. So if we come back to that question again, that question, because this feels hard, right? This is our verse this month. Always be joyful because you belong to the Lord. I say it again. I know. The trees don't have red eyes. Those are supposed to be their cheeks, honey. I think they're supposed to be. I know. It's okay. But we'll focus. It's okay. We're trying to focus on the joy, honey. So... But this is hard, right? It can be hard when you feel like Greta, saying, what, this is all wrong. Everything's upside down. But Mary's song wasn't, maybe Mary's song would be more punk rock, because punk rock is often about doing something hopefully or joyfully in the face of when everything seems wrong. It's saying, things might be wrong, but we're going to express it anyway. And so Mary was from a long line of women that sang about this hope. So the question is, what are some ways to find joy even when you're afraid? 
because sometimes it's hard to look on the bright side. So we have a few minutes together to talk about this before we go downstairs. And you have a, a choice. I actually brought a fill-in-the-blanks Mad Lib style make your own Magnificat form for you. So if you would like to get with a group, you can write a new Magnificat for you about my soul magnifies God for even though, and you can use this way to talk about something that scares you. So even though this thing scares me, and even though this thing scares me, and even though this thing scares me, I know you're with me, God. I know you're with me. Me, God. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. So, so. I want to invite you, if for you, this question is a question that you'd better do better to talk about with just one person, that's okay. I bless you to do that. But if you'd like to talk about this in a group, and you think this would be a fun way to do it, you can go ahead and come and grab. You can get one person from your group to come grab this. And the way Mad Libs works is that you have one person who reads it and fills in the blank, and then it's sort of a surprise. You read it out loud. So I'm going to pray for us before we do this. And then we, we have about 10 minutes to do it. And then we probably won't have time to read it out. But if you really like the one that your group writes, maybe that's something that we could share when we're downstairs if we have our trivia time or we have something like that. So let me take just a second. That angry death metal boiled my blood. Lord, you are joy. And this season is about making room in our hearts. And this question, God, is pretty serious. It's kind of hard in the midst of a crazy day to feel safe, to talk about things that really scare us and how we find joy even in the midst of things that scare us so I pray, if this is too scary a topic for people today, I pray you just wrap them up in your love and let this be something that they can think about another time. But Lord, I pray that if there's some good to be had here where we could encourage each other and talk about things that give us joy even when we feel afraid and it could encourage each other, I pray you'd help us to hear from each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm going to give you about 10 minutes, and you can talk with just one person if you like, or if you'd like to be in a group that would do a song, you can come and get a piece of paper, and you can go ahead and do that now.